Alrighty, fam, you guys know the drill by now. Any given Sunday, Australia, we are proudly sponsored by Nut Care. Awesome product, Bear Nuts. Um, code at the checkout is any given Sunday. That's going to get you 10% off automatically applied for your first purchase. Um, they're voted number one by Men's Health Magazine just recently in the men's grooming space, I suppose you could say. they got products, Bear Nuts here. That's for your nuts. they got Bear Butts. That's for your butts. They got comfy nuts. That's for your butts and your nuts. They've got the wood. Is that like a little after conditioning spray or something? A little. That's uh, a powder. Mm-hmm. So no non-chafing powder. Non-chafing powder. There you go. So they got you covered for everything downstairs. Um, look after your ladies. Look after yourself by looking after your ladies by looking after yourself. That makes sense. Anyway, Absolutely. so any given Sunday at the checkout, ten percent off automatically applied. Get around them. Oh, this is too slow. I've done it here. It's Christmas time. Everything's slowing down a little bit. It'll come. Oh, really. Brown 45. Brown 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, Gridiron Australia head office, NFL Australia head office, Carts, as those on the social medias will see, Uh, all of the other places. I have just found out that when you push play, the intro does come on when you you have to push play for it to actually work, which is good. Uh, Joining us, as always, down in his basement, wherever that may be, TC24 at Tim Carty, AGSAU. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to bust it out for the last couple of weeks. Fucking Dak, so good. All the Cowboys fans have just uh, using their nut here and they're very like, excited. Yeah, you can't not after he says it. But also, quickly, uh, massive shout out. Happy birthday to Megs. She's in the chat already. Unfortunately, Ooh. her Seahawks couldn't get it done today against Here We Go and the boys. But, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Megs. Birthday, Megs. Look at you all over it, looking after our super fans. Uh, Danny Boy is currently in the air, possibly. I know he's heading back. He sold us. He's heading back towards London. Um, so hopefully we can catch him on our next episode. But, uh, yeah, huge shout-out to all the Scandinavian countries that he did did travel to, and he's left business cards just on every he's, other door. He's our reporter in the field. He's our marketing manager in the field. He's our... What would you say, like our yeah, European, European liaison, boots Ooh, on the ground? Yeah, he's yep. gro- we're growing, growing in that European market for sure. Everyone who listens to us on Spotify and has Spotify, uh, I did my little roundup or recap, even though we've just started December. And we had a small growth in Denmark, which is huge. Okay, there we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to be old by the end of the episode, but I don't care. I love it. No, grass. Uh just to start with, you've got some nice gear on, but mine's even nicer. It's from our uh, merch store that you can find on our link tree. You can also get our DAZN or Danzen Game Pass code. Uh, head into there. It's getting cheaper. It's pretty much paid for itself with the, the playoffs coming up. You don't want to miss all that kind of stuff. So make sure you head up to our link tree that you can find on all of our socials. Um, Easiest way to get get across everything. Get across everything. And like we said, we're adding more stuff to our merch store every week. It's awesome. Good for Christmas. Good for birthday, Megs, if you're listening. 
Just I had the uh, I had the Seahawks uh, any given Sunday shirt on last episode. Megs, go back and have a check it out. It did. It didn't look crisp. Look real good. All right, we're going to jump into today's game. Like you said, the Seahawks at the Cowboys could not get the job done, but was quite a a, a very high offense game, which is what we want to see. We don't want to see it's the ten game. twelve the, games. The prime time has been struggling a little bit. So Thursday yes. and Monday actually have been both been struggling, but good. Yeah, high scoring. Uh, kind of came down to the last couple of minutes. Like Seattle still had a chance. Um, Micah Parsons and the Cowboys defense put a stop to that in the end, but at least it came down to the last few minutes and that last drive, and it was a good game. Like they smashed the overs, which we talked about, and you were right that uh, Seattle covered. Uh, I think yep. a few lines blew out to, was it nine and a half when we talked about it in our preview app? Yep, it was because I, I said it was going to be closer to that. Yeah, the, the Seahawks covered, so you were right, we were right, uh, everybody was right. Yeah, if only game, we put money on. It was, it was, and it was like we said, high octane, a lot of offense. Forty-one uh, thirty-five was the final score. Dallas moves on to nine and three. Seahawks, good for the Packers, moved to six and six. Keeping us just Definitely in touch. Still in the hunt there. At six and six. Oh, no, right, right in the middle of it. But yeah, um, yeah just look, and, and it's a game that they would have looked at and said, look, we're, they're not penciling it down for a win for sure. So to be 35 41 in Dallas as well is huge. So Gino threw 23 of 41, 344, three touchdowns. He did throw an interception. Uh, mm. But DK Metcalf had an absolute day six receptions, three touchdowns, yeah. 134 yards. And Learning during the week that he he was getting in a lot of trouble for uh, like mouthing off and and having a go at the opposition. So he's actually learned sign language. Did you see this? Yeah, he learned sign he language. Thirty four. Who it is? Can't cover me, little boy. Or something. It was so good. Yeah, I love That's it. Smart. So he was absolutely getting into them as Next he uh, strolled over for three touchdowns. Uh, Smith and Jigba also had a day. Seven receptions for sixty two yards. A little bit of a coming out party for him, which was good. And for those who have Zach Charbonnet on their fantasy teams, 19 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. Geno Smith also rushed for a touchdown. But the Cowboys, Dak did what Dak does. He's he's kind of putting the haters to bed a little bit, I think. I'm one of those haters, and he's he's <laughs> made my bed. He hasn't put me in it yet, but he's making my bed. 29 of 41, 299, three touchdowns. Uh, Pollard, 20 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. C.D. Lamb, just... The last five weeks, he's been absolutely explosive. 12 receptions, 116 yards, touchdown. Ferguson, the big tight end. Uh, big boy, he was getting a few little yeah. verbal stashes too. He well, was very jory early, wasn't he? Yeah, Love six receptions, yep. 77 and a touchdown. So great game for the Cowboys and bad luck Megs on that. Uh, but yeah, like you said, great game. It's not the 10-12 that we had on Monday night, which realistically we don't want. No, exactly. We we want to see when it's a standalone game. That's all you got to watch. You want to watch something exciting and some good product. And yeah, to your point, Dak was just looking so comfortable every time he had the ball. Um, never really looked rushed, which was interesting. Like he did get sacked four times, and so the Seattle defense, comparing their stats to the Dallas defense, like they had the four sacks, eight tackles for loss, and the Dallas defense only had one sack and one tackle for loss. But um, despite that, you might think that then maybe the Cowboys would have struggled a little bit more on offense just with those stats there. But Dak was just able to manage the game beautifully. And an interesting stat, it was only the fifth game 
in NFL history where they didn't have a punt. So there was a couple of occasions where um, I think yeah, nice ball. Uh, yep. Where I think our boy um, Dixon, our boy Dixon was the he, he got paid to sit there on the bench today. He did well. Oh wait, not a bad not a bad gig. But I, yeah, there was a there was a definitely at least one time where I saw Seattle went for it on fourth down and, and missed. And, they didn't get it. and um and the like. So yeah, just interesting that yeah, only fifth game in NFL history where there's no punts. Um <laughs> but yeah, both I think and probably looking at the stats too, maybe Kenneth Walker missing for the Seahawks might have been a bit of a difference. Like in the air, both teams were pretty similar stat wise, but on the ground that's where the Cowboys sort of stood out a little bit more. Um just in terms of their raw numbers. Um yeah. they did have the ball a lot more like I think it was halfway through the third and, and Cowboys had clocked up their 50th play and Seahawks were down in the low 30s. Like, it was just – they just held the ball and then just ran the clock a lot better. Yeah. And and just talking about the Dallas defense quickly, Daron Bland, he was sort of getting – whoever he was matched up against, whichever wide receiver, wide he was matched up against, they were kind of targeting a little bit, it seemed like. And he was having a bit of a tough day at the office, but then he came away with the only interception for the day and probably – maybe what could have turned out to be a game-changing, game-winning sort of interception. So good to see him get a little one back after probably getting uh, tailed up a little bit in the first half for sure. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was a, I think it was six six targets for 135 yards against him at one against, point. Which, yeah. Which, <laughs> and like, yeah. he was rolling through Metcalf, uh, Smithing, Jigba and Lockett, or like through all those sort of um, guys that are going to get lots of targets and yeah, they, they yeah. were going through him a bit and yeah, so to get that interception, good for him, good little win for him. Yeah, he's kind of stepped up in the digs role, like he's had eight, I think it's only second season, he's had eight um, takeaways and five of them, you know, pick sixes, which is now a record. So he's kind of been that real aggressive um, cornerback, taking that digs role that, that they lost earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, he's stepping up a bit. And like I said, he's a, he's a young player, he's a rookie, so that'll, that'll do a world of good for his confidence after getting smashed in that first half. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's lacking confidence. Don't you worry about that. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some news. And our news is brought to us by our good friends, newly married, like we said last week. Congratulations to them. Congrats. CGC Rare Threads. Uh, they are back, I believe. Uh, back on on the tray and land, bringing back like you mentioned last week, cards. They've gone and got more connections. They're building their 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 stocks. So make sure you hit them up. Ten percent off with the code any given Sunday. But huge supporters. So uh, yeah, go check them out. Yes. The news that we have this week, mate. I'm sure you're probably in the chat having a chat to everyone at the moment. So I'll have a quick talk about the news that we've got. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. So Danny sent this to us. Because he obviously gets it when we're asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, he's our he's our nighttime correspondent. Yes, we wake up to sixteen stories, and you know Zach Ertz has been let go. He wants him back at the Eagles. Uh, that'll be an interesting story to see what plays out there. JJ Watt was the one who actually dropped that story, so that's huge. Yeah, um, like but Aaron flexed Rodgers on, flexed on Chef Adam Schefter as well. Yeah, didn't it? he? Like I'm just crossing all paths. Aaron Rodgers come out on the Pat McAfee show and just said, look, it all depends on how I'm feeling, how the team's going. And then it seems like less than 24 hours later, it's all about how he's pretty much going to come back regardless. Wow. I don't think so. I still read it as the Jets have to be alive. He has to make big improvements within the next week at training. Well, he's off IR though. Yeah, he's off IR. He's cleared for uh, practice. 
but, which I think that's huge. The fact that he's off IR, so he's got I, four weeks, twenty-one training days to be back. All they're doing, they're just they're leaving the door ajar. I still think it's a higher possibility he's not playing than he will be. Like, oh, it, you'd think so. It's four so, and seven, four and seven, and they they so there's I think uh, I saw some analytics. There's a one percent chance of the Jets making playoffs, making the postseason. So. You know, so looking at that, got, they've got that. Wow, yeah, that, exactly. You're right. That that does still say there's a chance, but they've got the Falcons this week. If they lose that, they're, it's they're dead. It's gone. Like it's, and he's not going to risk coming back for no chance to play. Like you wouldn't have thought so. It's no. like yes, he wanted to do something unprecedented, and he wanted to do something that hadn't been done before. But like the risk versus reward, because he's still like. He can move around. He said he can drop back. He can work within a little circle, but he's, he has to be able to do more to protect, protect himself. He's not there yet. So like, the, the reward weighed up against the risk. It's not it's not there yet. And it's not only the, the risk of hurting your Achilles again. Like if he can't move that properly, he's going to have 130 kilo blokes just absolutely pounding him. You know, turning shoulders on, and turning knees. 40 on Saturday, you get some young buck come through and get a good shot at him. There's a whole bloody range of in- injuries and yeah. things that could happen like not to mention the achilles that is still recovering it's not quite there yet. yeah he can move drop back and throw a pass and it looks good on just a short video it's like wow that's amazing and and there's like ridiculous conspiracy theories that he didn't tear it and all that sort of stuff which is rubbish like he yeah. did he's just he's coming back quicker um he's progressing quicker than most people ever before and so that's pretty incredible in itself but yeah. i mean he's not coming back Nah, I don't think so. The way that he was answering those questions, he's it was leading more towards I'm not coming back, but there is the option there. Like there is a slight option there, but he's not coming back. Yeah, I don't think so. It does kind of lead into the next segment, so I'm going to go with it once I get good at We've been good at segways lately. Without notice. notice. I just got to remember to push the play button. That's ah, it's, it's like the sideways triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. No, you're right. So my question for you today, and it kind of, uh, I think they will be a part of it as well. So it's a two-part question, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, it is regarding the AFC and the NFC, just the teams that are on the brink at the moment, without obviously knowing their run home and who they've played against, who they've got to play. I'm just going to give you the stats of who they are, and I want you to pick who you think takes the seventh spot okay. in AFC, NFC, yeah? Okay. Picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So the current current standings, um, so in the seventh spot of the AFC, we're not going to go six, um, just the seventh. Um the Indianapolis Colts are six and five, and on their heels they've got the Texans. Sorry, yeah, they're, they're seven. So on the on their heels, the Texans are six and five, Denver are six and five, Buffalo are six and six, Cincinnati five and six, and probably your boys at five and seven. So you're so saying Houston, there's a chance. <laughs> he's saying there's a chance. Colts, Texans, Broncos, Bills. I'll probably almost rule out Cincinnati, but Cincinnati and Vegas. Who do you mm. see kind of stealing that seventh spot? Purely based off form and at the like current form at the moment, it's got to be the Broncos. Like, yeah, yeah. Just based off what the, all the 
available data, like, you know, just looking at everyone's current form, it's the Broncos. Like, I would be worried about the Bills. Like, they are playing good football. They did lose to the Eagles last week. And like you said, don't know. Actually, no, I do know they've got a very tough schedule coming up. So probably if it's going to come down to Bills or Broncos and not knowing the Broncos schedule, but knowing how poorly they did last year, you've got to assume it's pretty soft. Um, yeah, probably the, the Broncos are the biggest danger team. Like Colts, it's awesome that they're in there. Um, would love to see them get back into playoffs, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like they're probably not as reliable. Yep. Maybe. And the Texans again, would love to see them make it for CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's like both, both first year, uh, coach and rookie quarterback but again they might have that drop away just because of those reasons like the most probably or yeah probably the, the safest bet would be the broncos maybe at the moment to, to grab that definitely got the experience you know sean payton russell wilson connection as well they've been there they've done it they're, they're in an awesome patch of form they're playing good football um and i'm thinking that their schedule is probably going to be a little bit softer just based off Last year, but so the Colts too should probably have a reasonably soft schedule. Yeah. Um, they didn't perform too well last year. I could just uh, they were, what, pick, pick four in the draft, so that were terrible. Yeah. So their their schedule should be pretty soft. Um, so yeah, interesting. Well, this week Houston, Denver. I know that, and that might decide well, a fair bit moving that forward. Could go a long way, especially if it does come down being pretty tight. The head-to-head battle will determine who goes ahead. So, yeah. yeah. So you're pretty much saying that Cincinnati and your boys are done? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to put a line through those two, unfortunately. Yeah. And and it's hard because they were such a contender at study. But I think just of knowing who they have to play still, the Bills, I'll probably put a line through them too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I like it. Controversial. Tough call. Controversial, but tough, tough call. But I think it's just too – the mountain's too steep for them now. Like, they – they dropped too many close games. And realistically, Pittsburgh and Cleveland are only seven and four, only one game ahead of those four teams that we mentioned. So two or three of them could make it as well. So we could see a massive shuffle, but yeah. Yeah. NFC side. Mm-hmm. Uh again, it's pretty tight. The top five oh no, definitely not the top five, but the fifth spot, Dallas uh has got that pretty well sewn up. Either Dallas or Philly, they've got that sewn up. They're three games clear, so They've definitely got it. So Minnesota's in the six and Seattle is currently in the seven. Minnesota six and six. Seattle six and six. Green Bay five and six. Rams five and six. New Orleans five and six. Tampa Bay's four and seven, but they're probably on the outside, I reckon. They're gonna if they're gonna get it, they're gonna get it in uh, uh Atlanta's only five and six. So they'll get it by winning their division, not by getting into the sneaking into the seventh spot, I reckon. So Minnesota, Seattle, Green Bay. LA or New Orleans. Oh, that's for two spots though as well. That's for six and seven. Six and seven. I feel like, and you're you're gonna love it, but I could see Vikings drop Vikings dropping out, Packers rolling in, and probably the Seahawks taking six. Maybe the Packers taking seven. Yeah, I don't know, like. Are the Saints? Saints are winning their division, are they? 
No, so Atlanta is. Oh, Atlanta is. Okay. Oh, it's so, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. They're all the same. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's tricky. So whoever wins that division will get in regardless. Uh, yeah, I think I can see the Vikings dropping out. Yeah, I, I, and again, goes back to last year, they made the playoffs. They have a, a pretty tough schedule coming up. Yeah, where Green like, Bay, there was we've a got lot the of Chiefs. We've got the Chiefs this week. Then we've got three or four pretty, not easy games. Performance. But... Yeah, your your schedule should be a bit easier than theirs. Uh, yeah. And we've got the head-to-head against LA as well, so that helps us. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't trust the Rams. Like, yep. for for whatever reason, they just they haven't impressed me much. Even though they're five and six, like it's not a terrible record yet. But yeah, mm. and four and one in their division, but they've only played. They got to place the Forty ers again. Yeah. So that's their one was the Forty ers Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm happy with that. Hey, good for us. Yeah, I feel, you know, you'll be happy. Picks, yeah. but I'm happy that <laughs> we've played playoffs. So nice, mate. Nice. That's a good little, good little chat you had there. So we'll move <laughs> on to uh, the, this week's previews. So I've picked three games. I'll go through the rest of the games. Before we move on, before we move on quickly, Megs just wants a rundown of what that green ball up is behind your left shoulder. The green ball? Correct. <laughs> I'm a bit stiff. No, it's our Aussie. Aussie punters. We got to, I always try and get we wanted to get a Mylata jersey. Um but as we said, he sat on the pine for the entire day, Michael Dixon. Um but yeah, it's a Michael Dixon signed Seahawks ball. I didn't I'm not happy that it's all green. I was preferring it to be an actual ball, but um it's an Aussie, so I'll take it. <laughs> Sitting in front of my Green Bay stuff, which I hate. So that's huge. She knew him in that's Sydney, what? she says. What was that? She knew him in Sydney. Oh. Well, get on to him. Get him to come on the show. What are you doing, <laughs> Meg? Stop us out. Um, all right. The game previews. I'll go through the rest of the games without the ones we're previewing. Uh, a couple of big games. Chiefs Packers, like I said. Chargers Patriots could be a good one. Um, shit game, but could be a good game. Cardinals, Steelers, Colts, Titans, we're going to talk about. Broncos, Texans, we're going to talk about. Uh, Lions and Saints, that could be big in that, that fifth, sixth spot that we are talking about just then. Falcons, Jets, Dolphins, Commanders, Panthers, Bucks, Niners, Eagles, we'll talk about. Browns, Rams, and good game Tuesday, possibly. Bengals, Jags. I reckon the Jags get the win there. Um, mm-hmm. yes. That's not my lock. I just think that's going to happen. Because um, we will finish with our ever-popular lock of the week. First game, we're cool. going to talk about Colts versus the Titans. We, we've kind of gone a couple of teams that uh, we don't always talk about. And I wanted to talk about this one because of the Colts. Like we said, they're in that seventh spot at the moment. And they're looking pretty good. And I think the Titans have been... Will Levis kind of came in, a little bit of a flash in the pan. He kind of dropped away a little bit. Um, I am i don't know. You're going to get the lines and everything up, I'm hoping. Got him. Um, but I think the Colts, like they did late last year, will come in and, and get the job done against the Titans. 
the Colts will get the done. Sorry, I just I was re-getting the line. You think the Colts will get the job done? I do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've got the better but record. I... They're playing for more. Um, Jonathan Taylor is out, though. Oh, that's huge. I didn't know that. Uh, oh. Minshew, obviously, a much more experienced quarterback than uh, Will Levis. So there goes that. Shane Steichen, the new coach of the Colts, has been doing well. The line is actually only one and a half. The Colts are favorite there in Tennessee. Um, I feel like the Colts will get it done too. I think just more more to play for. Yep. Uh, Taylor out is a – that hurts a lot. Well, it says um, questionable, but he went had surgery, so I'm imagining he's out. Yeah. Well, yeah, if he's had surgery, it's not looking great. But, yeah, divisional game, like you said. Um, 58% of the cash is on the Colts. Yeah, that, that probably sounds about right. It's not yeah, – it's close to fitty-fitty split. No, yeah, I'm leaning towards the Colts on this one. Yeah, and one and a half, so it's a pick'em game. But, yeah, I definitely think the Colts – Minshew just he, – he's a good little game manager. Um, Zach Moss has been pretty big lately. I, I don't think Derek Henry's been – as enormous as he has been in the past as well. Like, they can't lean on him as much anymore. He is getting older. He is enormous still. But um, he's had 176 carries for 739 yards, which, look, it's no no laughing. Nothing to sneeze at, but... Yeah, he's still top five, but but only six touchdowns as well. So not not enormous generation from him. scoreboard, yeah. So I agree. I do think the Colts will get the job done. Yeah. And just help their chances of sneaking into the the playoffs. Yeah, well, helps lock down their spot as they're currently in the seventh spot there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Next game uh, is the Texans versus Broncos. Uh, another game that, well, we, we already mentioned that. I think this will be a huge game for both sides. Um, where's my thing? There it is. Huge game. I think this goes a long way towards who makes playoffs, in in my opinion. I'm not going to give a winner because that might come later on without giving too much away. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you have the line? Yeah, sorry. Stand by. You're right. Roll through me thousand tabs. I've got to... <laughs> uh, where are we? Three-point favourites the Texans are at home. Oh. Which is interesting. Yeah, 55% yeah, so of the I was, cash. I was a bit surprised when I saw that. Uh, yeah, three-point favourites. They have been a wagon, though, the Texans, so I'm not surprised. Dollar and... fifty-nine head-to-head, Broncos $2.40. Yeah, 55% of the money is on the Texans, which, again, yeah, I don't know. I like them. I think they've, they've definitely been a wagon of late. Um, CJ Stroud, we, we can't talk highly enough of how he's been, but it's... Uh, I think it comes on the other. They, they're not. They've had no problem scoring. It's whether the Broncos are going to be able to score against the Texans' defense. That's the big question. If they can come out and generate a score, which uh, Russell Wilson has only been hasn't really been moving the ball that well, he's just been doing enough to get the wins and and relying on his defense. Where I think the Texans' offense is good enough to tear apart the Broncos' defense. Yeah, I think so. And like, I haven't. I've been guilty of not trusting the or getting around the Broncos in this little five game run that they're on. Five in a row, yeah. Five in a row. So I don't know. Like this will be the game that I'll, I'll pick them, and the, the Texans will wipe the floor with them. So hundred yeah, percent. And that's 
This is going to be a tough week. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. We put them in our top 10, which made it into the NFL Australia this week. And it was because of that five in a row. And they've beaten the oh. Bills. They've beaten the Chiefs. Um, they've had some really good wins in that. But I reckon it's on the defense that they've been getting the job done, not the necessarily the offense. They're not, they're not the high-scoring offense that Russell Wilson used to be. You know, he's lucky to throw 160 yards a game. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be – they're going to be pushing shit uphill, but, you know, they've been doing it the last few weeks and getting the job done. But well, like, even for the year, Wilson, 28, 20, 2018, 218 of 319 for t- pretty much 2,200 yards. Stroud's only thrown 30 more passes. Or completed thirty more, yeah, and he's over a thousand yards further. He's nearly thirty three hundred. Yeah, like, yeah. Even looking at last week, he was only one hundred thirty four yards in the air. Um, rushed a little bit on the ground. What do you have? Thirty four. Yeah, I think you're right. It's going to come down to whether that Broncos defense can get get the score against get the scores against the Houston yeah defense. Which what's has the been pretty- uh, what's the overs. 47 and a half, I think it was. Stand by. 47. 47 and a half, yeah. So wow. They they're, don't, expect- <laughs> they're expecting both defenses to grumble as well. They're expecting a bit of a point first, which, yeah, this is tough. I, I'm i going to have to go Broncos just because I've, I've burnt them the last five weeks. So now I'll go them and they'll burn me, but that's how it goes. All right, I'm going to keep mine in my back pocket until our number one segment. I like it. Uh, Lucky last game, which again, you said it before we come on. This could like this is a prime time game in every sense of the word. Uh, Just Eagles, except, except the time slot that they're playing at. Except for the time slot, <laughs> they are playing at yeah. It's eight o'clock our time, which I think is actually pretty good because I'll be able to oh, wake brilliant up. For us. Brilliant for us. Just get into it. So, um. <sighs> It's a bit of a redemption game. I know it doesn't make up for it at all, but definitely a redemption game for the 49ers. But this is the first time it was, I can't remember how many years. Well, there wouldn't be a 10 and 1 team too often. So it'll be, could be ever that a 10 and 1 team is underdogs going into a game at home. At home, which is enormous. Wow. So, and three, point, three point underdogs too. Like, why? Why do you think they're underdogs? Like, they haven't been. They've been playing good football. They're ten and one. Like, I know San Fran's coming out there, and you know, I think like it's three in a row now, or four in a row after they went on that little shitty streak. I think it's three in a row after their little hiccup. Hiccup. But why? Why are they underdogs? Like, I, I don't quite I don't understand. Know, like, it. I think a lot, like, a lot of things get factored into um, favorites and and doing the lines and all that sort of stuff, and it's it's not always just about. Um, out and out record. It's like, yeah, I suppose they're taking into account the history, the way that game went uh, last year in their NFC final. Um, I guess that's factoring in, maybe. But I mean, the Eagles haven't put a foot wrong, really. Like since they dropped that one game, they haven't been smashing teams. Which I don't know. So that probably comes into it a little bit as well. Like, but they've also yeah. had the hardest strength. Well, that's exactly right. Like the the 49ers have been putting some hurt on teams. So just looking at the point differential for the two teams now, it's 140 plus to the 49ers and the the Eagles are only, I say only, but 64 plus 
So the the 49ers have been putting the hurt on some teams and like that's fine. But yeah, it just feels like it's not enough respect being paid to the Eagles. And like you see the way that like Nick Sirianni, uh, like he obviously listens to what's being said and things like that. Like the, he's, he's got some really good videos of him coming off the field at like opposition grounds, like yelling at fans and yelling down the tunnel and stuff like that. So like they, they hear all this noise. Like, so they, they're going to roll it. Well, they're going to, they're at home knowing that they're underdogs. They're going to play with all those chips on their shoulders. Like I like the 49ers and like, it's hard to tip against them, but there's just so much more reason to tip the Eagles. I think than the 49ers. What's the line? Surely it's like a one and a half. Three. Three. 49ers are three point favorites away. Just looking at the Eagles last five. So they've beaten uh, Miami at home. Then they went to Washington and got the job done. But then they've beaten Dallas at home, Kansas in Kansas, Buffalo at home. Like they're four of the top five teams going around at the moment. Like Man. I know Buffalo's in a bit of a a down, but could it be, you know, are they due for a loss? Like they've uh, beaten four quality teams there. Like you can't keep staying up week after week, can you? Of course you can. Yeah, you 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 play for a pretty very good team in your football league. How do you keep yourself up every week? You're the hunted every week. How do you keep yourself up? Well, you know, so it's like you know that every week, everyone's seating themselves for the game against you. Like you're the hunted, so you have to bring it each and every week. Otherwise, you you'll fall away pretty quickly because you yeah you know everyone is setting themselves to play you, and the Eagles would 100 percent be in that mindset right now. Uh, saying that, I think they win. Yeah, I'm tipping the Eagles. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I, like, like, I think it could be an absolute. I love I love the 49ers and I love the way they go about it, but I've got to respect where it's due. Like it's yeah, Eagles at it. home. It goes back to what we said about the Chiefs last year. We've got to pick them until they give us a reason not to. Yeah, and I love that. I love that theory. And like going back to the 49ers and that little three-game stretch they had, and Samuel was out for that, but they lost to Cleveland, the Vikings, and then the Bagels. So. I suppose they did still have Joey Burrow at that point. And then they've beaten the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Seahawks. So maybe, you know, not not the same strength of schedule that, like you said, like the, the Eagles have been coming off. So, yep. yeah, the fact that they're three-point favorites, at like, is it all just based off the NFC Championship game last year? And like, oh, if, if, we, if everyone was healthy, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little bit bewildered, but... Yeah, look, and Trent. I think Trent Williams was probably like Debo Samuel was, is a big loss, but Trent Williams, the left tackle, who's probably yeah. the best left tackle in the game, he was probably a bigger loss, I reckon. So having him back the last three game stretch has been has been enormous for them. So, but yeah, I, I still think the birds at home. Danny will be happy to hear it. The birds at home are, are going to be really. They deserve, they deserve our tip this week for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Uh, our number one segment, just to finish us off, round us off nicely, mate. What is our number one segment? It's the hashtag AGSLOTW. Oh, I started to get it. The lock of the week. We, we missed it last week. As we said, we took uh, a little bit of a break uh, for the Thanksgiving weekend. We had a bit of a spell. Yep. Uh, we took we took thanks <laughs> and we took our We gave off. thanks. <laughs> we gave thanks. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Sorry, just as I'm... Quickly writing down in my little uh, a little notepad, whatever I'm is tipping. But um, if you want to 
get into Danny's pick and where that's at at the moment. While I'm quickly doing this. Uh, did Danny give us a pick? I don't think he has. No, as we said, he's, he's still in transit. So he's going to get us his pick before. He's got a games uh, on pick. So we're, Sunday, we're, we're being generous. Monday, we're going to allow it up very generous. We're going to give him a little bit of grace just because he is overseas at the moment. Um, you're up next. And you are still out in front by one. So you're, you're up next, mate. So am I up by one over everyone? It's used to use three all on the same. Correct. All right. So my one, I, like I said, I've already given away which game it was. And I reckon if you listen to the way I was talking, it probably gives it away which way I was leaning. I'm going the Texans over the Broncos as my lock of the week. I reckon CJ Stroud will walk in there and get the job done. I like it. And that's a tough game. Like, so we, we've yeah. kind of talked about it a little bit. We're trying to keep things a little bit interesting, not just going for the straight out uh, home run. Keeping a little bit interesting, so that's good because that's a that's a tough game to pick. I could easily swing either way on that game. So good for you, mate. Uh, Charlie, Charlie Pickering, he's chucked in his pick to you, I believe. He did. Yep. He went. Uh, I've given it to you, and I've forgotten about it. So out right here, he's gone the Dolphins over the Commanders. So probably a little in. bit safer. A little bit safer. Probably a little bit safer. That's okay. Yeah. He's Where just trying to get the runs. Where the is board. that game? Who's, whose home game is that? Uh, yeah, I reckon it's at the Dolphins as well, which I will confirm for it's you. It's at Washington. But... Okay, so you're 100% wrong. It's at Washington. It is at Washington. I was 50-50 chance and I got it wrong. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, I said to you off air that I'm going with a team that I haven't picked before. It's probably... Yeah. It's, not, it's not, dangerous... not controversial, but it's, no, it's, it's still not on the dangerous one. side by any means, but I'm going to go with the Bucks. So the Bucks Ooh. are at, at home... To the Panthers, so okay. Division divisional game, the Bucks have got a better record. Win. Yeah, they should win. So the Bucks have got a better record. Um, we quite we all know the the Panthers struggles with uh, uh, Bryce Young down there. Frank Wright getting fired. So oh, is that new coach bump this week? I was about to say, is oh, that a new coach oh, no. Oh, you can see the wheels turning in my head. So I'm gonna I have to stick with it because I said it, but fuck. New coach, um, <laughs> I think uh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think it's a hundred percent winning record. I feel like it is. Fuck the new coach bounce. Ooh. Oh yeah. no! Oh, well, I should I'm have gone on that. That would have been a great pick to go. Do you know what, Carolina new I'll, coach imagine bounce? Imagine if I did. Imagine if I had the the uh, awareness, but the fortitude. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stick with the Bucks against the new coach bump. So wish me luck. What is the uh, what 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 are they paying? What, what are the odds in that game? Uh, the Bucks are. Do they factor in the new coach two to two ninety? The Bucks are favourite at home. They haven't factored it in. No, I think they we quickly don't. get on that before they factor. The don't know. Watch that crunch in. Oh shit! Uh, quickly, just in the chat, Megs is locking in the Jags, which we love Ooh. to see uh, the fam getting around it. Which we might put out a little bit of a, a post on X this week and uh, start to get everyone's locks of the week. Hashtag LOTW. Week just watch that blow up because our our Twitter and our Instagram is just going absolutely red hot at the moment. What's Twitter? X. I apologise. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Formerly known as. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Right, we're nearly at forty minutes. We need to wrap this baby up. Oh, I apologise. It's been too fun. That's just been too uh, much good fun. work. Good luck to your Raiders. I don't know who they're playing. Uh, neither do I. We're coming off the bye, so we had a great week against the bye. No, we're on the bye. 
coming up to the buy. That's what you meant to say. Buy. I knew, yeah, no, because I've got I've got Devontae Adams in a couple of my fantasy teams, so I knew that's oh, why I knew. Oh, that's that. true. Yes, yes. Uh, Charlie also said that he believes the Bills will get the job done against the buy this week. Right, um, I don't love to hear that. Uh, good luck to them. 50-50, but there's a chance. Uh, good luck to my Packers against the Chiefs. So I actually think ever since we've uh, had Matt LaFleur, I know we're going long, but ever since Matt LaFleur, we've never lost in December. Well, you need to keep winning if you're a chance to stay alive. So, If we win this, put it now. If we win this game, we're in the playoffs. All right. Four minute, 40 minutes and 20 seconds. We are in. Mark it down. Uh, lock it in. All right, mate. Uh, good luck to everyone. Go to the Packers. We'll speak to you soon. And happy birthday to Megs. Thanks for jumping in.